Before we get into this episode, I just need to give a little PSA that the audio for this one is a little off. I tried to use different mics and whatever, but I didn't want to re-record parts because the message is so important and it's clear on there. So just bear with me on some parts. This isn't usually how it is, but thank you so much. All right, let's get into it. This episode is going to be a longer one because we have a lot to talk about with Navigating 20s. The other day, I was literally like, time is going so fast. What is going on? The other day, it feels like I was 10 years old. Now I'm 20, almost 21. Uh, I got a few months, but almost 21. And it's just crazy because you don't know what to do next. You're just like on this path and it's all over the place. And there's good days, there's bad days. And you're like, holy crap, what do I do? Because, oh my gosh, in like five years, I'm closer to or wait, no, I'm already closer to 30 than I am 10. Like what? That's, that's crazy. And for real, we're all wondering like, oh, do we keep going out and partying? Do we like put, do our 401k? Like, what do we do? Like we're at this weird age and no one knows what to do. But I'm not a little kid anymore. I mean, I definitely still act like it. Once in a while, I tap into my 10 year old self, but I am growing up and so are all of us. And I swear every little event is sentimental to me (laughs) when I turned 20 this past July I was like this is it Caroline you are no longer going to be a teenager and I was like goodbye I'm playing around and goodbye 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 because I was like okay you're 20 now Caroline 20 to 30s is where you get yourself together ah I literally could just be a kid forever because that time period 10 to 20 unpopular opinion is a great time it's just because you're in that time of your life where you try to be secretive with literally everything you do, especially in early high school. And I know you guys can relate to this because I definitely can. So when it's normal by your early 20s, I feel like it loses that, oh my gosh, what if I get caught? OMG, what if my parents find out? So it's not as thrilling and fun anymore. I don't know. Growing up is just weird. Yeah, so... We'll get into all of that today, and I'm excited. I got a lot of comments and questions from you guys, so it's really going to hit a lot. But of course, before we get into today's episode, let's get into our grateful for today and tap into all that we have to be thankful for and look on the bright side. So my grateful for today is the winter weekend we had up here in New Hampshire. It was so nice. We had a snow day on Thursday, so it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Sunday off. So nice. I love a good snowfall, but also just to take a break for a second and be like, Caroline, chill, reward yourself, give yourself a minute and go do something else. Because if you guys know me, I'm always just going, going, going. So it was nice to just take a break, watch some OBS, chill out for a sec, not touch homework, not look at it for just a day. And just do stuff for me. It was awesome. And I loved it. And you know, you need those days in life where you're just like, I'm going to do nothing today because, you know, there's some days where I feel guilty when I'm just sitting in bed watching TV, but I need, we, I need to, and we need to stop feeling guilty for laying down and relaxing because hello, we need that too. Like we need to praise those moments too. So that is definitely my grateful for today. Just a chill laid back weekend full of OBX. By the way, Rafe is popping off this season. Like, woo! (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. And... I'm out with all this talk today of navigating my early 20s, even though we haven't got there yet because I've been talking for so long already. 
but this definitely set the scene for growing up. I did something big. I signed my lease for my first apartment and I am so excited. I'm already picking out the wallpaper for my room and the apartment is just so cute, so much natural light, which is just awesome. I love it. And I'm so excited because I've never had an apartment because last year and the year before I've lived in my sorority house. So senior year will be my first year with an apartment, which is a little crazy because sometimes I feel like I'm still 10 years old, but I'm living with six other girls, um, my closest friends, and one of the girls is my freshman, was my freshman year roommate, so it's such a full circle little moment because we started the college experience together and now we're going to end it together. No shot. The other day, um, my roommate Riley, she sent me a picture of, it was like three years ago today, and <laughs> it was a Snapchat of her being like, Oh my gosh, the girl I wanted asked me to be her roommate. <laughs> it's so funny because that whole thing of like asking someone to be the roommate is like speed dating. It's just weird. And on the other side, I was like, come on, please say yes, Riley, please say yes. <laughs> and it's so funny looking back and now like we're closer to graduating than we were freshman year, which is insane. Guys, like go sign real quick. But honestly, when my friends and I were apartment hunting, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm growing up and I am looking for an apartment and life is moving so fast. I feel like yesterday I was 16 years old getting picked up from rowing practice and going to eat dinner and do homework at home and like with a literal snap, I'm a junior in college, like what? And honestly, that's my first thing I have to say. Life goes so quick. And that's how I feel about now being in my 20s because first, I think so much about the chapter that just closed being a teenager and not having a great deal of responsibilities because I look back and I'm like, oh, just to be 16 again where everything was easy. And I just think back to high school and the Friday night football games and, you know, the semi-formal dances and all the sneaking around you did with your friends. And it's crazy to me because I felt so old in high school and now I'm three years out of high school and my sister's in high school and she's so little and I'm like how like I look at her I'm like she's such a peanut in high school I'm like no that was literally me five years ago like we're five years different but she's in high school and now I'm like wow like I'm actually getting old now I am 20 years old two decades into life where does the time go and why is life moving so quickly but it's overwhelming <laughs> Because your 20s is the time where you're supposed to figure life out. What you want to do, your life, your future, all that. And backstory, the majority of my friends are 21 to 24. And I'm watching them go through all these big times, all these exciting moments on these different paths, doing different things. And because I'm so close to them, I feel it in a way, these overwhelming moments through them because they're also navigating feeling these feelings and then it just made me start to think about my 20s and I'm like oh my gosh oh my god <laughs> and it's scary and now I'm in this decade where so many decisions are quote-unquote supposed to be made and starts to shape the journey of my life so here I am 20 years old I'm thinking Oh my gosh, what's my career going to be? Will I get to do something in podcasting, social media, something like that? Where do I want to live? Do I want to go live in Saratoga? Do I want to go live in Boston? Is a job going to open up a whole new place for me to live? What friends will still be with me five years from now? 
will I find my husband? <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> will I get a dog? No, I will be getting a dog because I love dogs. I'm such a dog person. But also, dogs can't turn you away like guys can. <laughs> Why is that so true? <laughs> okay, back to focusing. Another worry is like, will all my hard work pay off and will I get that success I've worked so hard for? And let me tell you, having those plays a big part of these stressors. And they're just societal norms saying, oh, you have to have this. You have to know this by your 20s because so many people do. So you have to be just like everyone else. And let me tell you, right now, I'm a junior in college. All I know is I love having a podcast. I know that's what I hopefully want to do with my career. And that's it. That's it. The rest, I have no idea. And it's always just in the back of my head. What's next for me? When am I going to figure out this part in my life? So right now I have friends working around me that have graduated and now are working in nine to five corporate jobs or just regular jobs. And I have friends who know exactly what they want to do in their life. One of my best friends since we were five years old, she's been like, I'm going south. I want to be a PA. I'm going to have this house. I'm going to live here after college. And I'm like, I don't even know what I want for breakfast tomorrow. I am just one of those people that it takes forever to make a decision and it's very difficult for me to make a decision. So when people are like, oh yeah, I know my life right now, I'm like, good for you, but I do not. <laughs> and that's not me discrediting people who have their life plan already figured out because please be proud of yourself. You're ahead of the game and have that all planned out. Like you go because who doesn't want their passion and path planned? Like, at the end of the day, that's what we're striving for. But for most of us, it takes longer to figure out our passions and our paths and what we want to do. You know, sometimes it takes five years in a job to be saying, what the hell am I doing? I need to go somewhere else. I need to pivot. And no matter what that is for you, it's okay. It's perfectly okay because everyone's path looks different. And, you know, sometimes I forget to realize that. That's okay. A lot of us forget to realize that that's okay, that we're going to be okay. Like, I'll totally forget that because some days I'm like... So overwhelmed because I feel like I'm destined for failure some days because I'm like, I don't know any of this. I I haven't even had a boyfriend yet. How are people already getting married? And I'm like, good for you. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I am 20 years old. I am single. I don't really know the direct career path I want to let alone, I don't even know where I want to apply for an internship. And I'm supposed to have that figured out in a couple months. Does anyone just miss where our biggest responsibility was making sure we were in front of the TV at 8, 7 Central to watch the Wizards of Waverly Place movie? Because I sure do. <laughs> this is a lot. And it makes me super stressed because the idea of feeling like we have to have these certain moments checked off by a certain age to feel successful is what societal norms have thrown at us and then on the other hand we have people telling us oh your 20s is the time to find yourself be single have fun go be a kid and I'm like what do you want I'm like I have some people telling me that it's time to be a big girl I have some girls that are or not girls I have some people telling me that it's time to find yourself live single live your life have fun you're only 20 like oh my gosh no wonder we all feel like this and it Everyone's on so many different paths, too. Yesterday night, I was on TikTok, and this 23-year-old girl, she's already married. Um, she's just got pregnant. I was so happy for her. I love watching her. But I'm like, for me personally, I can't imagine having kids at 23 because I just feel so young. 
and I guess people feel their ages differently. Some people are like 23, I feel so old, but then I'm also like 20, I feel so young. It's like back and forth depending on what the thought process is. And the idea of what's next for you and your years being 20 can get draining. And how you have to have these big moments checked off in X amount of time to feel like you've succeeded. And if you know me, I'm a go-getter. I want to do it all. I want to accomplish all of my dreams. Yet when I do it, there was never a point where I was celebrating success. I always just wanted to do the next thing. I wanted to check the box off and keep moving on. And I was listening to this podcast one day. And they were like, whatever you do in life, don't check life off like it's boxes. And I was like, oh, crap, that's what I do. And I was like, why am I just checking these boxes off to check them off? And I definitely did it for a few reasons. One being that having to do's on my plate stresses me out a lot. So the second I get assigned them, the second I have to do them, I just try to check, 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 check ASAP. And I will always make sure they are 100% done way before time. Like ask any of my friends if I have an essay, I am fully writing it a month before. And for schoolwork, yeah, that's fine. If I'm getting it done, I'm getting it done. But that's not how you have to go about life. You can't just say, oh, here to check the next box, here to check the next box. Because then you're never actually living in those moments. And before you know it, so many things are checked off that you didn't even have time to experience them and actually be in that moment. And as someone who likes to check boxes, I realize I'm never satisfied. Because I'm always just focused on completing the next thing and never take a minute to be like, Hey girl, look what you just did. Be proud of yourself. So yes, lists are good in certain aspects, but lists aren't good with life. Lists aren't good living in your 20s. And how you have to, quote unquote, have to have these big moments checked off in X amount of times to feel like you've succeeded, to feel accomplished, to feel like you're aligned with everyone else at the same spot in the race with everyone else. I want to do it all. I want to accomplish all of my dreams and I hate feeling behind. Yet when I do, there was never a point where I was just stopping and celebrating my success. I mean, like, Caroline, you're doing really good for what you're doing right now. Slow down, sister. Pat yourself on the back. Take some time. And I was always just like going, going, going until I realized my life isn't a list. Our lives aren't a list. The only thing it is is a bunch of opportunities that we get to do, not things we have to do. So don't look at life like a chore of checklists. So my next piece of advice is you need to have rest days. We all need them to be our best selves. So try not to view taking a nap or relaxing or watching a show or whatever as a back step. Because you need it to be your best self. You need it to be your highest self. You need to take time for yourself and not work yourself to the core. Because there's a balance between the two. And for the longest time, no matter what I did, I always felt lazy. Like if I spent three hours watching a movie or took a nap during the day, just little things that were my form of fun and relaxation, it made me feel lazy because I wasn't doing something I could be doing at that very moment and was taking time for myself. But don't ever feel like that because you need that time for yourself. No matter what age you are, no matter where you are in life, you need that time to take a minute, step back and do something else. And when we're navigating through life personally, I feel like I'm on a time crunch to success where I have to put my work first and my fun second because I'm getting older. And yes, sometimes that should be the case, but sometimes I just work myself too hard and people have to remind me that there's a happy medium to that too. 
and we are young and how we have the rest of our lives to work and have responsibilities. So it's also important to have that fun too at a young age because you're only this age once. So embrace that age because a lot of us think that we need to start working our butts off right out of college and just compare, 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 compare to everyone around us. But remember that you need to take a minute to breathe, to navigate, and that everyone's path looks different. Everyone picks up at a different time. Everyone finds their jobs at a different time. And that's the beauty of it and what makes life so much fun because you never know what's coming next or where life's going to take you. Again, do you for you. I think I say this at least once in every podcast, but it works with everything. Because the more you try to follow other people, the more you try to follow the stereotypical path, the more stressful it gets. So example, for me, here I am where I should be having an internship that aligns with my major and all my friends are doing it and all I can do is stare blankly and be like, uh, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. And that made me so upset. I was like, Caroline, you don't need to have an internship right at this time. Just because everyone else does it doesn't mean you need to if it's not in your path timeline right now. I just took everything so seriously and Oh my gosh, time out. If we go back to high school, my biggest worry was getting into college. And so the SAT was a big thing. And oh my gosh, if you're, I was in study hall with this big 1,000 page SAT book and I would just be flipping through it, doing page by page every single study hall. And my friends would be like, are you okay? That test is seven months away. Like, yep, yep, I'm fine. When I say serious, I was so serious with everything. And actually, the other day, this guy blatantly texts me and goes, you just take life way too seriously. And at the time, I was like, what the hell? Like, why did he just say that to me? And now, as I'm, like, writing this discussion guide and think about this episode, I'm like, yeah, I see where that's coming from now. (laughs) Like, if I take a step back and look at the bigger picture, I totally see where that's coming from. So my first thing to tell is... Stop freaking out about all these what-ifs because all these what-ifs usually end up being nothing later in life. Like, I had all these what-ifs years ago that I freaked out about. They didn't happen, and I'm still doing just fine. One of them was like, what if I don't meet my husband in college? What if I don't meet my guy? Like, where am I going with this? Well, Caroline, you're on year three, and you still have not found him, and you're doing perfectly fine. (laughs) And I was... Another where it was like, oh my gosh, what do I what do I do if I don't know what I want to do with my career? Hi, I'm a junior. I'm still staring blanklessly at careers. And I was like, oh, what if I don't have an internship? Yeah, internship, don't ask. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm happy and I'm doing what I love with amazing people around me. And I'd say that looks like a pretty successful path to me. And that's just what I'm trying to get at is there's so many different paths of success. And I was listening to this podcast the other day. See, podcasters definitely help podcasters. And I realized how many paths there were. And I was like, Caroline, do you realize how many people are successful and love their lives and they did it all completely differently? Take a minute to realize that because I don't think we really get that. Not all of us need to go to college, get a a job right out of college, fall in love, have kids, get a house, all that. You know, it's not like that for everyone and it doesn't have to be because there's so many different success, happy stories out there that don't fall into that category. And it's literally proven 
if we want to get all, like, evidence. Some people never went to college and are billionaires, like Mark Zuckerberg. Some people followed a social media path and defied the odds of a 9 to 5 and are killing it. Like my guest Jamie Arsis or Style by McKenzie, they're killing it and not doing the typical 9 to 5. And it just shows you don't need to do that 9 to 5 to be successful. Some people didn't get married at 25. Some people lived home for a few years and saved money, then got the dream house they dreamed of. Like, there's so many different paths, and we all feel like we need to be on this very specific path of life that goes college, job, husband, kids, and it doesn't look like that. And I know so many of us feel that way and choose to hide it, which is fine, but no wonder people are so anxious at this age because no one can proudly voice that they have no idea what they want to do. They just want to show this stereotypical path working out. We all have to start celebrating our success and looking at it from different angles because so many of us are doing such amazing things and aren't seeing them as successes because they're not stereotypically viewed as successes. It is a world of opportunities out there and you don't realize how much you're doing for yourself and how many things you're accomplishing. So I think that's one thing we we need to do. We need to take a minute and be like, hello, look at all I've accomplished. Look at all I've done. Look at all this greatness. This is where you find yourself. And there's no such thing as age means something. Do what you want at any age. So the first rule of thumb of being in your 20s is don't let your age and the stereotypical path make you feel like you have to have your life all figured out and do these things because you don't. So right now, live out your 20s and don't take everything so seriously. But all that means testing the waters, trying new things and continuing to get out there because We are so young and we have so much to learn. All right, I've given you guys enough of how I feel. So now it's time to get to all of you. I asked on Instagram for you guys to talk about your fears, your thoughts, and your feelings about being in your 20s, whether you're in them, whether you're approaching them. And again, I'm just starting out in my 20s, so I can only say so much and understand so much. But luckily, I have some amazing friends and people in my life that can help me out for some questions I couldn't answer. So this is some top-tier advice from so many different people that I found, asked, and created for you all to make you feel like you're okay. Because I want you to know you're okay, no matter where you are. So to start, one person said, I'm scared I'm not on the right path and self-doubt myself a lot. So this one I wanted to start off first with because it's such a common feeling. And I wish you all could have seen the amount of people that responded with this. There was maybe, actually, I don't even know. There was a lot of people that said, I don't know if I'm on the right path. It seems like everyone else is on the right path but me. So first, I hope you know, you are not the only one feeling this. Let me be the first to tell you, we all are. Whether people show it or not, we all are. No one is perfectly sure of their path what they're going to do in life who they're going to marry all that no one knows because you have to first realize this no one has access to what their future looks like no matter how put together someone may seem no one has that book there's no such thing as this book where it's like oh caroline is going to do this at this age this at this age this at this age and even if people say oh i know what i want to do I know how my life is going to play out. They may think they do, but they really don't. And that right there is the beauty of life. So I personally believe that your path is already put out there for you. 
and what's meant to be will always find its way through. So think about the people in your life. Everyone comes into your life for a lifetime, a reason, or a season. They may come in to teach you a lesson. They may come in to be your best friend, to be your other half, to be your person. And that same mantra I like to live by goes the same way with your experiences in life. Everything helps you find your true path. No matter what people you meet, influential or not, no matter what you go through, big or small, it all plays a part on your personalized path. Just be honest with yourself. You know you more than anyone else. You know what your right path looks like. You know what you're capable of. You know that path. It's a golden thing you're always looking at. You decide your right path. It's not like you see a movie at the end of your life saying, oh, this is what your life could have been. Sorry. That's not how it works. Here's one life and that's that's life you're given. The life that you are living right now is the life you're supposed to be on. Let me tell you. So keep going with it. And if you don't like something, that's the beauty of it because you can change it at any time and see different results. It's not like once you make a decision, you're stuck with that decision forever. We have a lifetime to make these decisions. And every decision gives us a new path. And all these paths just keep leading up to life. And at the end of the day, if you're happy, if you're doing what you love, if you're doing what you want to do, you are winning. You're winning your life and you're on the right path. Or if you're at a difficult part in your life, you're on the right path because you're learning all these lessons from people and things, and it will shape you into the person you're meant to be. And if there's one thing you take away from this episode, it's that even if you don't feel like you're on the right path, it will lead you to your perfect path. So take a deep breath because you're doing great. Okay, so for the next one, someone wrote in, I'm nervous I will not be able to find love again or at all. Okay, well, you're asking the wrong person about finding love again because I haven't even found it for my first time around. (laughs) But luckily, I do have friends that have, not luckily, but I do have friends that have been through it. And I have seen the ups and downs of so many of their relationships and just relationships online and all that. So let me tell you what I'm thinking. I've got this. So first, if we're talking about breakups, stop it right now and say thank you to your ex. Okay, don't actually text them but say it out loud say it out loud right now because they were in your life for a reason they taught you something and now I'm just I'm just guessing here but if it was your ex they probably taught you what you don't deserve and in life we need to know what we deserve and sometimes to find that it's through people who teach us what we don't deserve and right now it may seem like the end of the world which I get because it's that's life that's how we feel but I promise you they are just another cloud blocking the sun I don't know if you guys remember this but in one of my episodes I was talking about the metaphor between like the sun and the clouds so the sun is your end point it's your best part of life it's what you deserve at the end of the day and that's what you are going to achieve if you get rid of all these clouds that are blocking you in your way these clouds are negative people they're exes they're just people who aren't good for you in your life so honestly you may not see it But soon enough, you will be saying, amen, thank you, God, they are out of my life because that is totally not what I need, and I'm looking back now, and I'm so much happier, and I'm glad I don't have that anymore. I don't have that negative toxicity in my life. And who needs that? Not us, not us, because we will all find our son, and it's all different times. People may have gotten to their son a lot sooner, or... 
people are taking a damn long time with their cloud. But either way, you will find your person. You know how special you are. You know your worth. And you know your greatness and the love that you deserve. So just keep waiting for your son. And I promise when it's meant to be, your son will come. I know everything comes at the right time. And I know before anything, you need to love yourself. You need to be perfectly happy with yourself. You need to be open with yourself and be true to yourself. So I feel like after a breakup, a lot of people lose that in themselves because they it was never them without their significant other. It was always them together. Like they found their self through the other person. And it's not a bad thing, but that just shows you need to find love in yourself first. If you are worried about finding love again and you are comparing it to an ex, first fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with everything about you because that's where to have the most successful relationships is when you can love yourself first and then love someone else and give because it's two separate kinds of love and that is honestly my biggest tip of advice is to focus on yourself for as long as you need to get back into that self-love state where you can go through a day having fun with yourself loving yourself doing things with yourself and then when the time is right that guy will walk into your life but we tend to only see love through a significant other I don't know. I feel like when we're navigating life, especially in our 20s, we're just looking for our significant other because of that stereotypical timeline that we can blame once again. And it's the stress of, oh my gosh, I won't find love after my 20s. The 20s is the time to find your love. We have to realize that BS isn't true. First, think about how many people found their love at random times in their life. When they were 60, when they were 20, when they were 10 years old. No matter what age, it's all different. And there's no such thing as you find your love by this time or you're never going to find love again. I don't know. I'm thinking of this now. Time out. I don't know if you know the song Merry Go Round by Casey Musgraves, I think it is. But I've been listening to it a lot lately. And the first lyric is like, if you ain't got two kids by 21, you're probably going to die alone. That's at least what tradition told you. And that's what the stereotypical norm trains us to think. And it's so not true, and there's just so many paths to love. There's no one age or one time that defines love. You choose how you define love. Love comes in so many different forms besides just from a significant other. And why are we always just so hyper-focused on romanticizing that one type of love? Love comes from your family, your friends, your pets, your grandparents. Love comes from people admiring your mindset or your smile. Love comes from people that we don't even know. And love comes from so much more than just people. We may not realize it, but we all have love already. We might just not be seeing it in the form that it's in. For a while I was like, why does no guy love me? And all these other people get to experience this love that so many of us want. And then per usual, I had a thought. And that was, the love right now in my life is coming from a great support system of my family, friends, and all of you. And we all experience love, it's just in different types of ways and forms. I don't know, I think we all just get caught up in this romantic love story that we forget love is already with us in one way or another. So appreciate that love because some people are yearning for that type of love. So whatever type of love that is, love it. So I think that's all I'm gonna say about this one, but please let it sit with you and realize you are so loved. Okay, on to the next. Someone said, fear of leaving my college friends and growing apart from them. So I love this question because it's a thought that's always on my mind. 
And this has been, ever since I left for college, I've had this thought in different times. So at home, I have a very close friend group. We've grown up together, and it's been all of us against the world since literally five years old. We are attached at the hip. So when it was time for us to go our separate ways for college, and let me tell you, we really went separate ways. We are scattered across the country and even out of the country, and it wasn't easy. And I went from seeing them every single day to once every few months for Christmas or Thanksgiving. And we were all worried, me especially, that we were going to grow apart and move on to new people. And yes, that was super scary for me because these people were my people for my lifetime. They were always there for me with every challenge. And they were my comfort. But we all went to school and did our own things, and now when we come home, we have so much fun. And honestly, I would say we're closer. Now that we get to see each other less than we do, it's so much more fun and special. And I will say, I definitely took that for granted. But we are so excited to see each other um, for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and all of that, and we're so lucky. And I bet you guys are so excited to go home to your families, to your friends, reconnect, after this time apart from them and I feel like a lot of people in their 20s get that because you're not living home anymore you're not surrounded by but on the other hand when I went to college and left home I met more friends that I could now never imagine living without and now I was like wow I am so glad I had UNH and met them because if I never went to UNH I would have never met more of my best friends and I bet you guys are thinking the same thing too Thank gosh for new starts because you meet so many people. Now you're probably like, Caroline, where are you going with this? Stop going on a tangent. Get get into the point. Here I am getting to the point. This story is the answer to that question. This story shows that you can go new places and make new friends and still be just as close with your longtime friends that you've been friends with forever. Because yes, we grow up. Yes, we go to different jobs and move different places. But let me tell you, your best friends, if they are truly your people, they will always find a way back into your life or be there for you with every part of life. But it's about the path you go on in life. You're supposed to craft your own path, not be a character in someone else's. Remember, you are the main character of your own life and you are meant to go into the world and keep experiencing more things as you meet more people and do your own thing for your own story. And you can add more characters to your story, and it doesn't mean you have to lose sight of characters that were already made into the story. It's just making the story that much better. You're living more, you're meeting more people, you're doing more. I don't know where I come up with this stuff. I, I have no idea. But yeah, it's also just fun because as you're me- making more friends and your friends are making more friends, your circle just grows bigger, and honestly, I feel like It makes you closer with your friends. And life is special in the way that when people are meant to be in your life, they will pop up in different ways. Like my friend who I've been so close with since high school, she's coming with me on spring break and just because we happen to have the same break. But it's just, there's little things and I promise you, if they're meant to be in your life, they'll be in your life. So my answer to this question is don't worry. Simply don't worry because all those friendships that are meant to be will ride out all of life's changes And right now, just soak up every moment you have with them. I like to say, have fun now, and then if it becomes a problem, worry then. But right now, we're young. Have fun with your friends and do everything you can with them, and just never take any time for granted. 
Okay, to the next question. Time out. I am eating this up right now. It's Sunday. I'm in my comfy clothes. Candles are going. And let me tell you, I'm just loving this. <laughs> okay, so someone said, what if I don't know what I want to do for a job and everyone around me seems to already have these amazing jobs? And I just feel overwhelmed. Well, you came to the right person for this question because you're listening to a girl who has no idea what she wants to do. This girl just likes talking into a mic and making friends. First, it's totally valid to feel overwhelmed because, yes, we're in a life and in a time in our life where there's so many unknowns and so much new thrown at you right after college. So much things you have to start doing for yourself because it's a state. I feel like your 20s is a state of becoming independent. I feel like that's the time when you're really like, okay, start figuring it out. And to start figuring it out, I feel like all arrows point to finding a job first because what the money you make from that job begins to allow your independence. And now, of course, everyone's goal is to have a well-paying job that they love to do. People need to realize you don't achieve dream jobs off the bat. And for most people, that job doesn't come right at the beginning. It takes time, hard work, perseverance. Like, yes, you may be starting with that crappy paying job, but it leads to somewhere. In order to get somewhere, you have to start somewhere no matter what level it is on the pyramid. And you might be sacrificing going out some nights to get to the top. And on top of that, many of us don't even know what we want to do for jobs. So here's what we do to start somewhere. First, think of all your interests. What makes you happy? What keeps you motivated? What keeps those gears turning in your head? And when I say look at your interests, look at every part of your life. Do you like going on walks? Do you love social media? Do you like reading? All these little things begin to point out to a career path. You like social media? Okay, maybe try marketing. You like watching sports? Maybe go do something in the athletic field for a larger team. And the more you start testing out what you like and what you don't like, the more it funnels down and makes you realize what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And, okay, you may be like, I don't really know where my interests lie. If you don't know that, Think about this. Where do you want to live when you're older? Do you want to live in California, Connecticut? And then from there, then see where the opportunities spring from, from these locations. Because if you're dead set on living somewhere, use that to decide what you want to do and use that to your advantage. There's so many hints life is giving to you. So just try to look out for them because they're all around you. You just have to open your eyes to them. And again, going back to social media, it plays a part where it looks like People are just getting what they want easily. They aren't working very hard and are loving their job. But remember, like we talked about before, people live a whole nother life from behind the screen and in person. Yes, of course, there's people out there who love their jobs. But again, a lot of the time on social media, it's just showing the best, the best. And it goes both ways. You may also not see how hard someone's working and how they got to where they were through all their hard work. You may just think they got it easy, but like, holy crap, they didn't. I give so much credit to influencers, especially because it looks all fun and games. It makes their life look easy, but let me tell you, it's a nonstop grind and they work their butts off behind the screen, editing, communicating with companies, doing campaigns for brands, make a YouTube video, throw out six TikToks a day. Yes, it sounds fun, but it's all a lot of work. So yes, people's lives may look like they all have it figured out. They may look like they know what the job they're doing and they love what they're doing. But again, it's not always like that. So for this question, I would say look to your interests, see what makes your mind light up. Remember, hard work leads to greater opportunities. Like if you think the boring job you may have to do now could lead to your greater dream career, do it and put the work in now. And remember, 
There is a world of opportunities, and it's important you try a bunch of different things so you can find out what job is meant for you. And not knowing what you want to do is also okay. So that about answers the main topics that you guys wanted me to address about navigating your 20s. But there was one response I got that I didn't cover, and that's post-grad life. And that was a common response. Like, every two scrolls of the response answers was something about post-grad life. And I know you're probably thinking, hello, Caroline, that wasn't covered, and we're, what, 45 minutes in? When are, when's it going to get covered? <laughs> and this is my thought process. Yes, I could have talked about my fears and thoughts and everything with post-grad life, but it's not really serving anyone or solving the problem because I haven't had that experience yet. So instead, I decided to make an entire episode dedicated to post-grad life where my friend Max joins me on the pod and he addresses everything from worries to tips to friends and all of that post-grad life. So that episode will be coming out next and get excited because I had so much fun recording with with him and I promise all your worries will be gone after this episode about post-grad. But going back to the 20s talk, I think we're living in one of the best eras to be 20, especially with all the opportunities the world has for us, especially, you know, with technology and all that. I mean, I could be biased because I've only lived in this era, but that's just me. I don't know. I think your 20s is your time to enjoy the world, experience new things, live and let loose because we're only this age once. And let me tell you, the number of people that have told me 20s is the best time of your life, live it and enjoy it, are so many. So that's what we have to do. And yes, you know, with 20s, we're introduced to new things that can be stressful or scary. But you know, that's everything in life. And I think we forget to look at that other side of the 20s, that exciting part that's filled with new freedoms, opportunities, and a whole lot of milestones. And we don't want to look back wishing we did things differently because we let the stressors outweigh the freedom and fun of our 20s. You know, everyone has a path they're meant to be on. Everything happens for people at different times. So just let your path be your path. And honestly, skip on down it and embrace it. So before you go today, I have one more super special surprise up my sleeve. Now, when I was making this episode, everything I said obviously has been learned. And all of this advice has come from friends, families, adults, and just the world of people telling me this great advice. And I'm lucky to have so many wonderful people in my life that I can look up to for guidance and advice when navigating my 20s. And I want to make sure everyone gets that same advice and has those people to look up to and hear from. So I asked some people I look up to, friends, family, grandparents, adults, parents, people of all different ages to give me a piece of advice they had for someone navigating their 20s. This was so much fun to make and makes my heart so happy. So please have this advice with you wherever you go and always stay looking on the bright side and I promise you it'll serve you really well. Here it is. Let this advice stick with you forever. Love you guys. Okay, so here's some advice that I would give to somebody in their 20s. Set goals for yourself and don't be afraid if you fail. And don't be afraid if you want to change your goals either. Never put your happiness in someone else's hands. Dance. No one's that good at it. Who cares? Don't be self-conscious. Be yourself. Have fun. Enjoy. Don't be so quick after college to settle 
job you might not like or a marriage that you're not sure about. Enjoy this time and find out who you are. It's okay to not follow the typical path in your 20s of going to college, graduating, getting a 9-to-5 job, getting married. Like, there are so many opportunities out there that you need to do what makes the most sense for you and what makes you the happiest. Slow down and be in the moment. Stop rushing to the next new thing. My advice when looking for a job is to know the industry salary ranges for the position and never tell a potential employer how much you would accept even if they ask. When they give an offer, don't settle on the first one. Always negotiate. It can be intimidating, but the worst they can say is no. So be confident and know your value. One is choices come with consequences, good or bad. So every choice you make, there's a consequence. And the second bit of advice is people only treat you the way you let them. So don't come home and tell me someone's treating you badly because you're allowing it. Surround yourself with people who lift you up and motivate you, not suck the energy out of you. Don't worry, be happy. Live your life the way you want to, not the way you think you should. Your goal in life should be be happy. And if you're not happy, keep trying. Follow your dreams and always keep learning. Your kindness, compassion, and love will always bring you strength. I think you should take advantage of this time and go out and see the world and travel as much as you can.